G'day Greyhound fans, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to a special blacktop edition of Behind the Boxes. Timmy Newbold will be along shortly. We'll have form talk. We'll discuss runner by runner in the big $40,000 to the winner. Group 2 final to be staged at Labrokes Gardens on Friday evening. A great support card up there as well. So we're really looking forward to that. The Hound will be along. I've got a fabulous flashback segment for you that people will just love. And I've got to thank everyone for all their feedback and comments about our fabulous flashbacks. Keep them coming. Uh, we'll delve into our archives and try and find you some of those great races from yesteryear. Touch of news, uh, look back into the Million Dollar Chase final. It was the third highest turnover for a meeting ever staged by Greyhound Racing New South Wales. $7.3 million was wagered. Uh, a fantastic result. We had more than 400,000 people uh, watch our coverage on Fox League as well. So great numbers there, great numbers all around as far as wagering and also viewing is concerned. And McInerney, a worthy winner of the second running of the $2022 million chase. Of course, we've just come off the big Canamble Carnival over the long weekend. Shane Stiff took out the Canamble Gold Maiden final, $12,000 to the winner. Pepper Keeping uh, won that. And that's it. A great crowd out there. And it's carnivals like Canamble, which really get to the grassroots of what Greyhound Racing is all about. It's a fantastic time. If you've never been there and you're a Greyhound fan, put it on the bucket list. But I tell you, Got to have deep pockets to survive the weekend out at Canamble. All right, let's get into a big behind the boxes. It's a blacktop special coming up first. Here's Form Talk. And they are set and ready. Time now to dissect the big group two blacktop final at Labrose Gardens this Friday night. $40,000 awaits the winner. Absolute cracker of a feel. Timmy the Battler Newbile joins us as we go through this field runner by runner. Battler, what a top-class night of <laughs> racing it was last Friday night. Not once, but twice the track record goes. Yeah, wasn't it a belter, Duke? Uh, gee, that run by French Martini. Wow. wow the, she barely touched uh, the loam up the home straight. Her little legs were just tearing along. Quite a remarkable performance. And 28.96, she did it all the way through. Uh, of course, she broke the ma her maiden, taking out the um, Robert Smith Memorial maiden uh, at the gardens earlier on in the year. So uh, she's always loved uh, the gardens, and she showed it again on, on Friday night. What a performance. But this final, isn't it a ripper? Uh, clearly the best in the history of the race, without a shadow of a doubt, in my opinion. Uh, a number of MDC finalists in the race and, and Gatlin has got up a very, very short price favorite. Well, he, he went up around the $3 mark, but he's been heavily back due to that inside alley. Yeah. You talk about some of the great, you know, winners of, of this event in years gone by. We go back to One Tree Hill, Cindine Shelby, Sibin uh, Kyrgios, of course, won it last year, uh, Flying Ricardo a couple of years back, Aston Duke, uh, Pantera Nero. Boy, oh boy, it's a, it is an honor roll etch with some of our, very, very good chases of years gone by. But, Battler, let's get into it one by one. Box one, Gatlin. The last time he had the red in a feature race, he won the Group 1, Big Peters Classic. He held the track record momentarily last Friday night. <laughs> he sure did. Uh, look, he's airborne, isn't he? We, we saw what he did at Wentworth Park in the MDC semi-final, 29-28, quickest run of the night on that occasion. Uh, he was never a chance in the big final 
Then he returned to his brilliant best. Uh, he's beautifully drawn on the rails, Duke. We saw him work across from box six uh, in the heat, get to the rails, and then he just let rip down the back, put them away. Uh, what, 489, 1693, home in 1216. Uh, look, he went up around the $3 mark, and I can see why putters are rallying behind him. He's He's been heavily back, hovering around the 220, 230 mark, and I can see why he is uh, the favourite after coming up with a gun draw. Yeah, and again, as so you look at that first split time, the fastest first split was uh, Yuko Girl at 488, good odds cash 489. Gatlin was second at the first turn. Uh, I'm talking about runners in the final as far as the first splits go. Uh, Gatlin ran that 489 first split as well, and, and he was running second. So you'd think the inside box is probably just going to bring him out a little bit better. Yeah, I agree, Duke. And he has run, what, 5.30-odd around Whitworth Park of the first section. So he's got that brilliant speed when he does get the jump right. He only needs to, to basically get away on terms with that gun alley, just drive the rails, plenty of pace drawn in the race. UK girl, um, you know, fat boy's dream. Maserati, French martini, good odds cash. So there could be plenty of bumping and jostling into that first turn. If he's on his own, Johnny on the spot, back on the rails, clear run, uh, the wonder beat. Esther's thrill for Nolene Holloway, uh, one of the real roughies in the race. As you said, Gatlin's into around the 260 quote at the moment. Esther's thrill is at the other end of the spectrum as far as betting goes. Uh, you can get around 51 or $81. She ran second behind Fat Boy's Dream in her heat. Yeah, good on Nolene for uh, getting uh, her to the final. I know it will be a big, big thrill for Nolene. She always races at the gardens. This girl, she got a good record of the track and trip. but And she was gallant behind Fat Boy's Dream in the heat uh, last Friday night. But this is this is a different level. This is a different gravy, Duke. Uh, big, big class rise taking on, well, probably the best sprinters in, in New South Wales and arguably Australia. As I, as I mentioned a moment ago, they uh, what four or five of the runners made the MDC final. Yeah, I tell you, Greyhound, that is going well, and that is Fat Boy's dream. She's won four of the last six, uh, 29.77 at Wanny, two runs back, 29.28 last week. I noticed in the replays, Timmy, she just takes that little step right once she balances up. If that's the case, that, that means Gatlin is, you know, probably going to get a bit more room than he, than he, you know, on paper you'd think he would, but she just wants to creep up the track a little bit. Yeah, she'll run a straight line. She's not going to crash hard through the first turn. And as you've just alluded to, it will help uh, Gatlin drawn in box number one, particularly if Esther's thrill runs a straight line. Uh, again, this is a, this has been a top effort to make the final Uh Racing in career best form, run 29.70 on a wedding prior to that win last Friday night. But again, uh, one of the roughies in the race and would need a clear career PB uh, to take it out, Duke. I, I can't have her in this race. Zipping Curiostros, uh, box number four, 29.17 last week. And the king, of course, is the defending blacktop champion. Well, what more can you say about the king? Um He's airborne. Um, he can do it from any box. He can ride a bump in his races. He's strong. The little issue is drawing on the outside of Fat Boy's Dream and that genuine pace on his outside in UK Girl. Uh, so where will he be at the first turn? Uh, I don't know, Duke. I'd love to see him go back to back. Uh, but gee, he's going to need a heck of a lot of luck. But in saying that, I remember in last year's black top, I, I, I thought he, um, I thought he was a risk too, but he just finds a way to win. He finds the runs when he needs to. Uh, 
yeah, you want to uh, look. As I said, if he gets an ounce of luck, he'll be in the finish. But he just needs that little bit of luck, I think. UK Girl uh, draws box five. Another feature race for this chaser. She made a couple of Group One Age Classics earlier this year. Uh, she's got a stack of early toe. Uh, the middle box, look, you know, she's going to come out. You would think in front of Kyrgios, zipping Maserati, French Martini, good odds cash to her outside, but she has got a stack of early toe, Timmy. Best roughy in the race, Duke. I think she's around 18 dollars. Um, she's a fast beginner, great turn of speed. What she run four uh, 88 first section, 29.35 overall. She'll have to improve on that overall time. I don't mind a drawn in the middle. I actually like a drawn middle boxes. Uh, she's got Kyrgios underneath her, won't worry her. Maserati, he's very, very hit and miss. So she might get plenty of fresh air in the early stages. Rush to the top. If she does, she'll run a really, really cheeky race. And if there's any jostling behind her, she could sneak home. No doubt in my mind, she's uh, the best roughy in the race. All right. Zipping Maserati. It draws uh, box number six. It ran 4.95 uh, to the first mark last week. Uh, Yuko Girl on the inside, 4.88. So she was a clear length on the clock in front of Zipping Maserati. He's got a great record here, but three wins over the uh, 5.15 from five starts and a couple of minors. Yeah, great record track and trip, but oh, gee, he's got his work cut out from the draw. Uh, she's a go, as we just said, she's a good beginner, plenty of speed. He's touchy. Uh, where will he be at the first turn? Look, he can begin on his night. He can begin, uh, but he would need to come out humming, I think, to get across here. His run was his run was huge behind Gatlin Duke for for a greyhound who's who, who likes to be on the lure. Uh, he he was super gallant. Um, again, I think he's a risk from that tricky draw. All right. Box seven, French Martini. We know how much luck Peter Lugosiani has with Greyhounds wearing the black rug. Uh, French Martini, she had box six last week, Timmy. Uh, 4.92 early, 28.96. The first Greyhound to ever break 29 seconds at Labrace Gardens. She also had the fastest run home time of 11.95. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier. Her legs were barely touching the uh, the ground in the final 50 metres. Um, yeah, she's outstanding. Um, she just did it all. She's a reliable beginner. She's got a mix of speed and strength. She's got Maserati underneath her. Uh, so if he does miss it like he generally does a half, she should get all the fresh air she needs. Good on cash on her outside. Won't give her an inch. Don't worry about that. But... Gee, it's a brave person to suggest she won't get clear running and get across. And if she does, it'll be game on. Uh, it was a staggering performance last Friday night. Um, I've got to say, like I, in the run, I thought, oh yeah, she'll probably get low twenty nines. But when uh, breaking the twenty nine seconds, you just go, wow, it's uh, it's a super bitch to run that time. She's got an undeniable chance. Loves the track. Um, yeah, I think she's a, a big, big danger to the favourite. All right, and eight the pink, good odds cash, another greyhound that finds herself in a feature race final. I'm going to make a real case for her in this race, Timmy. Uh, she ran second behind Yuko Girl, beaten an absolute pimple. We know how classy she is. We know that she's got enough early pace to stay in touch. I just think she's going to get a beautiful card across with French Martini on her inside, who, as we see at the garden, she does want to get straight across to the fence. Um, not a mad fence crasher, but she does get across and, I just thought good odds cash. If we go back to mid-June, it was. It was a filthy winter's night. You were at home snuggled up in bed. I was up there. It was freezing. She ran 29-22, I think it was. 29-24. Um, on a night like last Friday, she would have gone close to breaking the record. Get the tissues out. 
Um, do you think she can get across French Martini? Because she can't run her down. No, but I the don't problem think. with French Martini, I, I'll tell you this, when French Martini's got one dog in front of it at the first turn, right, it loves that. But when French Martini, like a lot of dogs, mate, when it gets pressure and there's a dog or two dogs on the inside, a dog on the outside, um, I just don't think she's as well suited in that situation. And I can see you've got Yuko Girl on the inside, uh, you've got Esther Shrill, you've got Fat Boys, uh, Fat Boys Dream and all that. They're all going to be punching up. She's... Look, she ran 489 last, uh, sorry, what did she run last week? 492. Do you think she can run a 486 and, and actually get in front of all these dogs in the run of the first turn? No, I don't think she can. She'd have to absolutely. So where does she, where does she land then? That's what well, I'm getting. I think, I think French Martini's probably uh, her and they're, they're together in the first, at the first turn. I think she's got to get across French Martini. You know, she might, there might be a bit of jostling underneath her and she does get across. Uh, but yeah, oh, just with, so much, so much pace in this race. I just think as, as much as I hate to say it, I think she'll struggle to get across because I love her. She's an unbelievable bitch. I'm one of the best bitches I think we've seen for a decade or so and uh, here in New South Wales. And um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just keep coming back. To, I don't know whether she can cross French Martini Duke. And if she doesn't, she can't get around her. She can't win the race. Yeah. I'm going to stick solid with her. Good on you, Uncle Frankie. Um, all right, I'm going to pin you down here. Gatlin draws one. French Martini draws seven. Who are you with, mate? Well, I'm in Gatlin's corner. I think he's just got the alley to win. Uh, even if he doesn't come out running, I think he'll just drive up and he should get all the favours in the run around that first turn. In saying that, I think he's rock bottom. Rock bottom odds, 220-230. I'd probably be shocked if he doesn't get back out, Duke. Due to the big names, your Kyrgios's, your French Martinis, your good odds cash, you know, sipping Maserati. He's a he's a um, he's a back-to-back MDC consolation winner. So there's some big names in in the race. So I would be surprised if he doesn't get out. I couldn't take two twenty, but I've got to have him on top. I think two fifty to two, probably two eighty is probably his right mark. So I've got to put him on top, Gatlin. And the best roughie is no doubt in my mind, UK girl. She'll be 20 to one on the night. If she happened to lob in front and there was any bumping and jostling behind her, she could sneak away with a black top. But Gatlin on top from UK girl. But gee, you could have five or six uh, picks, Duke, and miss the winner at such a such a, a classy race. Yeah, I actually thought when the box draw came out to me, I thought it's probably 282.90 each of two, Gatlin and French Martini. I didn't expect there to be such a wide gap in the market as what there is now. Um, and then look, again, as I say, I'm having to throw out the stunts with good odds cash. We all know how classy she is. I think she is going to get that good run into the first turn uh, off the shoulder of French Martini. Good odds cash, group one national sprint winner, New South Wales sprint winner. Um, she's all class. And I said that run back in mid-June, it was terrific on what was a really dirty winter's night. Hey, Timmy, we also have a couple of big feature races up at the gardens on Friday, we've got the Stayers Cup and we've also got the Macker honouring your great mate, Johnny McDermott, the late Johnny McDermott. Yeah, it's great to see uh, the Macker being run again. It's it's uh, been run over the years and it's always well received. I know it's one race. All of the local trainers in Newcastle and the Hunter Valley aspire to win. So uh, it's not a consolation of the black top, but it's, it's its own best eight race, but yeah, it's a, it's another strong race. And I, I know uh, Kylie Macca's daughter and, and uh, the family are, and I think Susan is going on, on Friday night. So it's great to see they're going to get trackside. They haven't been there 
uh, last couple of years due to COVID and the like. So uh, hopefully there's a big crowd there for the blacktop, but as well for the the Macker. I know I'll be heading up to the gardens on Friday night. So really looking forward to getting there and and honouring Macker with the uh, the annual running of the Macker. And uh, as I said, it's a it's a race due. A lot of the locals would love to win. Yeah, I've said it before, and I know you have as well. I'll say it again. One of the loveliest men I ever had the pleasure of meeting, uh, not just in the racing game, but, you know, in, in life in general. And he is still sorely and sadly missed. Battler, you have a good night at the gardens and may the best dog win. Good on you, Jute. Looking forward to it. I hope this rain, we don't get the rain, but the weather doesn't, the forecast doesn't look that crash hot. Do a, do a sun dance or something, can you, mate? Well, he's me dancing. I've seen you do, <laughs> seen you do the sprinkler. Yeah, what about the lawnmower? Yeah, so that was the lawnmower. That was Ian Craig's farewell at the Doncaster yeah, I Hotel. Did get, I did get Ian Craig and Alan Thomas doing the lawnmower yeah. and the sprinkler. Yeah. That's one of yeah. my one of my greatest achievements in life. I can't erase it from my memory, let me tell you. <laughs> you, you look like someone that had come out. You look like you're an extra in an underbelly movie, right? Seriously. <laughs> you had a white shirt on and it was just dotted with red, right? which was an absolute waste of good Shiraz that we had that day. <laughs> Have a good night at the garden. No more. Ta-da. It is time to turn back the clock on Behind the Boxes, one of our most popular segments. Don't tell the hound that. The hound thinks he is. But fabulous flashbacks where we take a look at some of the great races and great champions from yesteryear. Thank you for all the feedback and all the comments and all the requests. Uh, Adam Berta has requested Shapeshifter, one of our great stars. We'll dig out one of those races for you, Adam. Uh, Tommy Green has requested to the night the Rocket Command beat Miss Cruz at Wentworth Park. I was there that night, Tommy, and I'm certain I've got that race on tape somewhere. So we'll do our best to get them up for you. Today, we are going back to 1993. It's a match race. Now, this is before the Speed Star Series and all that came into vogue. 1993, the track record at Wentworth Park was held by a Tasmanian chaser called Iceni Princess, who went 30 and 13. Now, coming off a win in the National Derby was a greyhound by the name of Major Gossett, trained by Sydney's premier trainer at the time, Donnie McMillan, owned by his wife, Mary, and his great mate, Donnie Sutherland. It was a two-dog war at Wentworth Park. Major Gossett taking on the track record holder, Iceni Princess. Set to go for the match race. The Major in one, the Princess in three. Racing. Iceni Princess stepped out first. Major Gossip trying to keep in touch to the first corner. They're in fact locked together and the Major's just been able to assume control. Major Gossip on the inside leads round the first corner and drew a length and a half to Iceni Princess as they go to the back. The Major and the Princess together with Major Gossip setting a big tempo. Major Gossip going like the wind. Iceni Princess is trying to stay in touch. He's starting to pick it up now. The Major's clear. Major Gossip, the and it was the major prevailing over the princess in that great two-dog match race at Wentworth Park. That was March 1993. Uh, Donnie McMillan, what a great trainer he was, multiple premiership winner here in Sydney. Uh, Donnie Sutherland, he's great psychic and a mate uh, since childhood. Donnie used to promote the dog so much through uh, television and radio. And of course, if you're of my area, you remember Donnie hosting that great show on a Saturday morning on Channel 7 called Sounds Unlimited. But it was Major Gossip who took out that two-dog match race at Wenny back in March 1993. Major Gossip was out of a brew beach called County Gossip. Her offspring, don't forget in these days, our feature races were 50, 60, 70 
Golden Easter Egg was the only $100,000 race around. County Gossip's offspring won more than $1 million in prize money. Keep the requests coming. Hope you enjoyed Fabulous Flashbacks. It'll be back next time. We're out with Behind the Boxes. Well, of course, it is the segment everyone who watches and listens to Behind the Boxes waits for every time we go to air. And it is the Hound, our anonymous tipster who tips winners left, right and centre. The Hound normally does Wentworth Park tips. He's done us a favour this week. He's going to tip us on the card at the Gardens, of course. As we all know, it is the big black top night. Hound, how has the battle been lately? Train tickets or caviar? It was caviar last week, Duke. We had a week off and boy, did we feast. I'm going to drill you down on the black top to start with. Uh, Gatlin draws box one. Um, how do you see this race? How do you see it unfolding in that run to the first term? Because there is so much speed in this. If the coppers were there, mate, they'd all get booked for going over the limit. Not wrong there, Duke. It was like um, EMI in the 70s last week at the Gardens. They spun more records than you could imagine. And uh, Gatlin was a 45 final. And then, boy, oh, boy, what about French Martini? An absolute 78. This will be a cracker. And, um, yeah, hold your breath going into the corner. And that's why I've got to go with Gatlin per medium of the inside draw. The last time he had box one in a big race was the Group 1 Vic Peters Classic. Um and I remember speaking to Minnie before that race and she said she'd trial the dog at Dapto and he'd flown, but he was really suspect at the 520 metres. Boy, hasn't he come along in leaps and bounds since then? Leaps and bounds, you're not kidding, Duke. His workload is nearly as big as yours. Like, <laughs> he, he went from an MDC final at Wentworth Park on a Saturday to whizzing up the highway to have a trial at the gardens and then to produce that track record run, not even leading early. That was phenomenal. So, yeah, this is this is a, a great group two race and, and one worth watching. What about two best bets on the card at the gardens on Friday night, Hound? Well, the first of the best bets, Duke, comes up in race nine, hold me up. He was back in Jesmond when French Martini hit the winning post at the gardens the other night. But you've got to remember he went 29.50 himself in defeat. Yeah, he plummets in class to a fourth and fifth grade like a free faller jumping out of a plane getting a nosebleed. So he's our best. He'll track the moose early in the race and prove too strong in the run home. One other one, please, Hound. Yeah, we'll go for fast reason in race eight, Duke. This dog's trained by one of the upcoming trainers on the uh, New South Wales circuit in Georgia, Louise Howard, or as I like to call her, the hyphenator. And two for two at the garden and looking to bookend wins after a fast make the win on Monday. All right, Hound, thank you for your best bets. Thank you for that on-top tip in the Group 2 blacktop final. The Hound is going with Gatlin. Uh, my best all up, I'm going back to Wendy on Saturday night. It's a really, really tough card. Uh, my best all up, race one, number one, Lady Stomp. I think she finds a really winnable race. She's finished runner-up there at the last couple. And race five, number one, Mortified. Mortified just seems to live in the box. Chrissy O'Brien, you've got to give us the secret as to how you keep drawing the red box with Mortified. So my two all-ups there at Wenty on Saturday night, race one, number one, Lady Stomp, race five, number one, Mortified. No fancy, odd pun uh, fancy odds punters, but hopefully winners are winners. The cooler, he's back. The cooler says that Aglan Luai can't win race number five, where we've tipped Mortified. Aglan Luai uh, will start from box number eight. Of course, he ran fourth, a really gallant run in the Million Dollar Chase final before being run out of that Blacktop series last week. So the cooler says Aglan Luai can't win race five at Winnie on Saturday night.
Time to check out what's on in Greyhound Racing around New South Wales. Our next big feature event coming up is the Future Stars at Maitland. This is a race that for so many years has unearthed a top liner. Just go back through the uh, honour roll of this. We've got the likes in recent years of uh, Skywave, Good Odds Arada, uh, Ties That Bind, Zipping Kyrgios. Boy, oh boy, if you're going to head to Maitland in those Future Stars final make sure you've got a good one because it always, always unearths a top-line chaser. Uh, our attention then turns to Goulburn in the Southern Highlands, Friday, October the 14th. We've got heats of the Fireball and also the Goulburn Cup, and the finals of both of those races will be held on Friday, October the 21st. So the Future Stars, the Goulburn Cup and the Fireball, they're the next big feature events coming up here in New South Wales. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Behind the Boxes. I'm Mark Duclos. Until next time, good luck. Bye for now.